looking for a podcast about nothing, then you are definitely in the right spot. Join Ross Peterson and Mark Charter each week as they discuss life, current events, and the things you are not allowed to talk about at work. Okay, hang on, because here we go. This is Ross and Mark, Jump the Shark. Jump the Shark is sponsored by Charterhouse Real Estate. Charterhouse can help you save thousands when you sell, and we can help you buy your next home as well. Google Charterhouse to see hundreds of great reviews or learn more about us at charterhouseiowa.com. Now here is the show. I can feel it all the way down in my plums. Ross, can you feel it in your plums, my friend? <laughs> uh, bluish hue. Taking them to the farmer's market. I love that clip, man. Sun, That's from... Sun dancing off them. Just nice. Eastbound and down? Eastbound and down. And, but it's like an out clip. It's, more, uh, it's three minutes yeah, and 30 seconds that. of Will Ferrell trying to get through a scene. Outtake. Outtakes, yeah. yeah. Um, talking about how excited he is. Yeah. And he's excited about... A, I think it's a fight. He's excited about two guys fighting each other. And... Danny McBride, and I can't remember what the, that the black guy's the name black guy is. The black guy from The Office. The black guy from uh, Hot Tub Time Machine. Okay, I would go with The Office. I yeah. More people know him from that. He's Daryl from The Warehouse. But the anyway, office. Will Ferrell can feel it in his, in his plums. So what do you think about you that, You make KK? everything uncomfortable. KK, as you bring I've KK in. I literally have no idea what you guys are talking about. Good. Probably a good thing. Ross, I'm going Shows to... your class. Ross, I'm going to let you because I'm going to butcher it. I'm going to let you introduce KK because we have people that have never listened to this podcast before, people that you've brought to the fold that did not oh, listen wow. to the podcast uh, before okay. who are, are right now saying, who the hell is KK? KK's awesome, man. KK, uh, Katie grew up in Knoxville. She's um, certainly not a... Shout out to the Greyhounds. No, no. I'm the glad Greyhounds. that that's the first sentence Ross used to describe me. No. What, that you're from Knoxville? Everybody's brains just went... No, brum, but this brum, is what brum. I would say, like... You blow away the stereotypes. You really do. You are. You seem much more like a um, an East High girl to me than a Knoxville. Oh wow! Girl. Is that, is that <laughs> a big leg up? Oh yeah. Is it? Yeah, yeah. And I love Knoxville. I don't know why you would not be proud of Knoxville. It's a wonderful community because it's, it, because like it's known for a, it's known for a, a walkie. You don't yeah. want to be a walkie girl. KK, I don't know if I KK's want to be bougie. an East High girl. Yeah, you do. When I think of East High, I think of like tough girls. Yeah, I am not tough, Ross. Why do you pretend to be? Well, I have to be around here because I work with all males. That's tough what you should outer know. Shell. So there, I think that's what you should know about Katie. Everybody calls her KK. Is then that's uh, you've never objected to that, and I was well, I have because my last name is not does not start with. Where a did K. KK come from? No, well, it used it to. Did. Okay, and then I got married. Now it's K E. Yep. No flow to that, Ross. Yeah, come on, right. dude. K E. Right. Would you prefer that we call you Katie? I mean, yeah. Well, I'm done. No, I mean, I don't really care. No way, I'm dude. so used to KK. Dude, K- Mark's kids call me KK. Nicknames make you special. Right, Pico? <laughs> That's a good point. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? I still don't know why your nickname is Pico. All is right. that radio friendly? I have, no. I have yeah, two. Yeah, I, have, I have two nicknames. You want to hear what they are? Clam Charter. Well, that's my email address. No one really calls me that. My nicknames are Charter 
I'm a last name guy. <laughs> That's not a nickname, though. And That's my other one, depending upon who's saying it, sometimes my wife says it, sometimes it's usually girls that say this that are friends of mine. Fucking charter. <laughs> That's, that, those, are, those are my two nicknames, man. You know, that's, that's a, it. You have a lot of people that are that are near and dear to you then. Because whenever I tell people I'm working for Charter, the first thing I, I say is fucking Charter. I know, man. <laughs> they just they don't know how, they don't know how I grabbed you. They don't they don't get it at all. But I don't have anything cool like Pico, which is uh, all right. So Pico, Katie comes from, and it the is show. not his love of Pico de Gallo. No, no. <laughs> not his, like everywhere Pico? we go with Ross, you're just Pico de Gallo. We got to call this guy Pico. <laughs> um, the show Duke's a Hazard. Do you remember the movie with uh, Britney yeah. Spears? Or Jessica Simpson. So there was, Jessica Simpson, thank you. It has There's a character that was in that show, which was very popular when I was a kid in the 80s, named Roscoe P. Coltrane. That's his name, Roscoe P. Coltrane. But when you say it fast... Roscoe P. Coltrane. Roscoe P. Coltrane. My friends, when we were growing up, all thought that the guy's name was Roscoe Pico Train. Okay. And somehow Pico got taken out of that. And when I was playing baseball as a kid, all my friends that I grew up with, and I have a group of friends that I still call friends, best friends today that I went to kindergarten with. So that name has kind of stuck around. It's not a name a lot of people call me. I mean, it, 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 it's about a five-person deep roster, but it's... Can I become a charter house thing? I'm fine with that. Absolutely. I just want to see you start calling him Pico. I don't think I can. Is Pico coming in today? Now I'm going to call you Katie because I know I saw the hesitation in your eyes when I asked if you don't like being called KK. So it's like, no, my name's not KK, jerks. But now it's Katie from she's, Knoxville. She's so it's, never, for the record. Not Katie from Knoxville. <laughs> for the record, KK has never once told me to not call her KK. He's lying. That is untrue. She might have said, that's not officially my name anymore. But Mark, Mark is it possible you hear the things you want to hear? Yes. Yeah, yeah 100, 100%. <laughs> 100%. Yes, instantly. 100%. <laughs> You know what? I, I want to call her. So she has another nickname, which is, is her name, frankly, but it also flows off the tongue. She has one of the best names I've ever heard in my life, dude. Her actual real name. Like, you can see it on an album cover. She could only you sing a lick. mean my maiden name. Correct. Yeah. Well, I mean, your name now is Espinover. It doesn't exactly roll off the tongue. No offense to Travis. Great guy. Little weird last name. So her maiden name, Ross, like, should be on an album color, cover for country music, which... Ironically, she likes. That's what she listens to, other than Eminem. She's weird. She's got a genre that she's all about, and then she likes Eminem. Um, it's, there's nothing wrong with that. So right. her, her, this, this rolls off the tongue. Her parents, congrats. You guys did well. Her maiden name is Katie Ray Kendall. That is, you should have been on a Branson billboard. Yep. Katie Ray Kendall. What a great name, dude. That's a great name. That's like performing at the Dixie Stampede tonight. Katie oh Ray Kendall. God. Perfect, isn't it? So you would have gotten three stars on the uh, what was Ed McMahon show? Star Search. Star Search. Just you for would the have name. Made it, you would have made it to Hollywood on American Idol on name alone. Katie Ray Kendall. Yeah. They wouldn't even have had you sing. Yeah, it's got alliteration. Right. The K is in there. The Ray is in there. It's just it's freaking perfect. And then ironically, I like to tell the story even though I've told before. But yeah, I got to remember we're on a new podcast. R a r a e or r a y. R-A-E. Yeah. That's the girl way yeah. to spell it. Her, R-A-Y is typically male. So yeah. keeping with the country theme, she likes the music. She's got the perfect name. Her father Can used to sing? be a songwriter. Her father, <gasps> oh, she told me this. Her father sold a song to I Vince Gill. Um, yes, I knew that. We had talked about that before. Oh, man, I, I know the name of the song. 
Uh, it's there somewhere, man. Hey, Katie Ray, will you sing it for us today? Okay. Didn't you? T- <laughs> I'm Do glad you know, you're not from ask, the south. Let me ask you a question. Do you know the lyrics to the song? Yeah, I know every word. Okay, that would what's be the, sad. What's the name did. of the song? Never knew lonely. Yeah. Do you Dang know it? it? Like right off the top of your head, do you know that no, song? Can you picture no, it? No, I know it. I know I've heard because I, I either we talked about it and I went and found it and listened to it and I knew I'd heard it before. I like Vince Gill. He's an extremely talented dude. Yeah, I mean, if you've listened to that music, you've heard the song. Yeah. Or if you listen to older country music. I just think it's cool to know someone that sold a song that's actually on the radio. Vince Gill was, uh, he's got an, uh, there's an amazing stuff about him. He's married to Amy Grant. But he also was the lead singer of a band before he got big on his own and kind of blew up probably when your dad sold that song to him. Um, he was a part, a lead singer of the band, the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. Have you ever heard oh, the song yeah. Fishing in the Dark? Heck yeah. So Fishing in the Dark was by the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band before Vince Gill. Then he became a singer of that band and then blew up on his own. I went to the, the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band was just at a... Oh, what's that? What's the venue downtown called by the river? Oh, the uh, uh, the amphitheater, the yeah, uh, Simon were, Estes. Yeah, yeah, they were there like three years ago, I think. Yeah. I've seen a lot of really good shows I went. there. They do the uh, Thursday night thing there, don't they? N- nightfall, yep. on nightfall, the nightfall on the river. Nightfall on the river. That's where the cool people go. I just don't. It's from time to time, you ever you don't go down there? I've I've been down there once, maybe. See, the problem for me is I am not married to a concert girl at all. Love my wife. A lot of great things about her. Going to concerts with her blows. Why? She what just, do you mean? It just blows, dude. Like, I, <laughs> I, I had, she, she's one of those people that can't focus on what's happening. She's, she's constantly worried about being judged. Like I've tried my best to get her over this. And I've told you, told her many, many, many times, nobody cares about you right now at this event they care about the concert right people are in their own heads thinking about their own stuff they're not thinking about you well especially Ma- if they have no interest in what's going on i majority would be the same the way about something that i had no you know but this is this is a perfect example of how bad she is so i used to um sell concert tickets way back before everyone on ebay was doing it i got in kind of early and would buy tickets to shows and then you mean, s- you scalp, scalp them. them. You were a scalper. Yeah, I was a professional You scalper. took advantage of people who were just trying to see their favorite artists. 100%. People that had worked their butts <laughs> off to save every dime. Yeah. And th- those yep. discretionary yep. entertainment yep. dollars are really hard to come by. You were taking advantage of them. Long live capitalism, pad, my friend. To pad your own bank account. 100%. Cool. 100%. Got to do what you got to do, right? I remember buying Neat. NSYNC tickets when I was at Iowa Neat State. Guy. Iowa State. <laughs> Iowa State. Or, uh, NSYNC was huge. They came to Ames, Iowa. I got some really, really good seats. How many what, would you buy at a time? As many as I could, but a lot of times there's limits. So four, six, eight oh, okay. for right. a show. Not like, not like dozens. But keep in mind, this was when I was in college, dude. So I'd make hundreds of dollars off a ticket, and that was all the money in the world at that time. So I loved it. So my first job out of college, though, just gouging people. I know my first job out of college. <laughs> I've learned, and look what I do today, man. I save people money, <laughs> yeah, right. so I've, I've come a long way. Right. So my first job out of college was at <laughs> Ticket Express. A, maybe it's a guilt complex. Maybe, maybe it is. Feel so bad for all that time. <laughs> maybe it is. No, I'll, I'll always be a capitalist. But my first job out of college was at Ticket Express in Omaha, Nebraska, which is still there to this day, run by Chad Carr. He started doing what I did, but turned it into a profession, and he um, hired me out of college. I remember I learned a great lesson the day he hired me. When you're hiring someone, always tell them what they're going to make per year. Sounds better, right? He told me I was going to make 24000 a year. 
and this was in 2003, and I thought, holy crap, that's a lot of money. Like, I can't believe I'm going to make 24 grand a year. I figured out it's about 12.50 an hour. Yeah. That's what he was paying me. But if he had said I'm going to pay 12.50 an hour, makes you feel like an hourly employee, and it doesn't sound as impressive. So always use the yearly salary. So I worked over there for only about six months before I went and managed a convenience store after that. But while I was there, I learned the ticket industry very, very well. You know, I learned about uh, things like what they call ice in the industry, which is paying people at the venues to get good seats. They'll hold them back for you and sell them to you directly because they make a little bit of money, et cetera. He probably doesn't want me telling about that. that, Is that legal uh, to do or is it? It's legal. Yeah, I think it's frowned upon. Yeah, yeah, it's frowned upon. It's amoral. Um, But not only that, but another cool thing about the industry, I remember uh, the name Steubenville, Ohio stands out to me. There are ticket wholesalers which all they'll do, so this is a way, they, and again, this is 2003, so they're probably doing things much, much differently today. But how we would get tickets, for the most part, was you'd have several friends that would try to get on when tickets went on sale yeah. with their accounts and their credit cards, yeah. and, and they would buy, you'd give them parameters. If anything pops up in these zones, buy them, and then they would immediately sell them to you at a little bit of a markup. So they'd, they'd own them for about 10 minutes, and they'd sell them to you and make their... $200 and right. we're happy, right? But there's other places that are basically shops. There's nothing but people, you know, 20, 30 people in a room all hammering computers at the same time. These are ticket wholesalers, right? They don't care about the concert. It's not a local concert. They're just trying to buy as many as they can and then wholesale them off. So if you ever wonder why you can't get good seats, this stuff is happening on a, on a big, big level. Artists have started to combat it a little bit by holding back the yeah. first five rows and things like that. You got to be members of the club to get them, et cetera. But when I was Bill, there, Billy Joel like famously keeps the two front two rows of all his concerts, and then has his staff walk around and give the tickets to young couples to fill the front two yeah. rows. Yeah, so like That's find cool. find the kids. I we've Aaron and I have been picked from the rafters of Hilton Coliseum yeah. and pulled into the front row. Yeah, nice. That's another story I've got for how people uh, don't believe things when they sound too good to be true. Um, but anyway, so during this time, I would get good seats to shows. I had. Uh, front row seats to stuff like, uh, I mean, we did we did Kelly Clarkson. That's when I sold Kelly Clarkson's DNA, which is another story. Um, I had um, wait. Now, well, let me. We'll come back to that. But I had front row seats to Kelly Clarkson. I had front row seats. Did to, you say stole or sold? Sold, sold. You can't steal someone's DNA and sell. Well, them, I know. think you probably could. So we'll come back to that. But I had front row seats to a lot of major shows. We're talking, you know, Bon Jovi. We're talking at the time Josh Groban was big. We're talking Michael Bublé. We're talking. Uh, it was a front row, but really good seats to Britney Spears. We had lots and lots and lots of uh, Matchbox 20. Any artists that uh, I'd want to see? No. So front row, front row seats to a lot of these shows. And I would come home and I'd say, hey, we're going to a concert tonight, you know, and, and we'd get there and it'd be front row. Now, most people, if you came home and said, we're going to a popular concert tonight, it's sold out, and you show up and you're like, you walk your wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, up to the front row, They're going to say things like, oh, my God. This is awesome. Who am I with? Yeah, this is so cool. I can't believe we're in the front row. This guy is Mr. Caviar. Who am I I with here? You know? My wife hated it. (laughs) Hated it, dude. She's like, like, you, Ross. She's like, I'm not even a real fan. Like, a real fan should be in these seats. Like, everyone's looking at us. 
And I'm like, yeah, everyone's looking at us. (laughs) Totally the opposite of how she's thinking. So it's just she wasn't impressed, man. I'm like, I got front row seats to the sold out show and you do not care. Can you imagine her and my husband going to a concert together? They'd be like, back row, back row. Yeah. She would just give you some. Yeah. Unless it was breaking Benjamin, that's what Travis said. He like, let's just, yeah. Poor Travis. Travis is like the nicest guy on the planet. But he's not a rule breaker. He's not a hey look at me guy. Not at all. No, no. not at all. So it's yeah, fun. it's weird how opposite opposites are attracted to each other. It's a lot of it's times just so strange. A how lot of times opposite we are from our spouses. It's weird, man. And stuff you, like do you view yourself as do you view yourself as a big opposite from Aaron? Yeah, we're very yeah 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 in a lot of ways. And KK, in a lot of ways, you are, but in some ways, you aren't. I don't think you're opposites. We have to have similarities. Yeah, you have to have similarities. But there, where are you? Where are you the most opposite? What are you most walking in here with your son? Sweet. Where Uh Where are you the most opposite from your husband? Um, I don't know. It's hard. So many things. Like you know, I'm outgoing, outspoken. He is definitely not. I'm the get the point across. Um. You know, that type, and he is just the, like, no confrontation, quiet. You're definitely the confrontation type. Y- yes and no. You know, I'm not going to cause it or yeah. start it, but if there's something You're that needs to be... You're not going to run away from it either. Yeah, if there's yeah. something that needs to be said, like, I'm not going to lie or go out of my way to... Or just be quiet and keep my mouth shut if something needs to be said. And I'll be the first to admit that I sometimes I should just be quiet, but I give my opinion. Yeah. And it's because huh. I feel it's important, <laughs> especially with family stuff. That's where he wants no confrontation. I'm like, no, like, you know, we have our own family now. This is how I want it to be. This is how it's going to be. And if we don't set these standards now, we will, it will, they'll never be set. You're, and he's and the, you're absolutely right about you know, this. He's, he's, he's definitely a, a let it go guy. Yeah. And you're like, sure. hell no, I'm not going to let it go. Yeah. 100%. Which is a good thing. Yeah. It, it is a good thing, but. Man, does that can that can cause so much like frustration and tension between us because I am so one way and he is so the opposite. What about you, Ross? What are you? What are you most different? You know, it, it, Aaron and I are like the first thing that comes to my mind is this big thing about how I am much more of the stereotypical woman. And Aaron is much more of the kind of stereotypical guy in that I overthink everything. I'm always complaining. I, I think the worst. I, you know, like whenever my buddies and I were sitting around, they're like, man, I hate how my wife comes home. And, uh, you know, all she does is bitch about her day. And I can't, I can't make anything right. And she's, I'm like, God, that's me. I'm the one in our relationship that does that all the time. <laughs> and Aaron just doesn't. She just comes home. Like, I mean, last night, she works a 12-hour shift. She did... She said, I did more C-sections last night than I had done in six months working at the previous hospital. Oh, wow. So, I mean, crazy busy night of doing insane work. And that's all she said. I'm like, wow, how was it? I'm good. I'm going to go take a bath. That surprises like, me no, a no, little no, bit I, about I, like, you. I want to know more about how, you know what I mean? Like I, and but yeah, so I'm the, I'm the emotional one. I'm the one that overreacts to stuff. Um, that's you know. a, that surprises me about you. I didn't know that you were a complainer. Not a complainer. Because I've been, I, I, I've been I, around I, you. I wouldn't describe you no, that way. But you know this, Mark. I like to talk about everything. 
Yeah. Right. And so at some point that becomes annoying. You're the, you, you are the girl in the relationship. I am. hundred percent. My sure. wife is the one that has a lot more of those traditional, like, you know, I guess the things that, you know, it's like, God, I don't really want to see that. That's, right that's now. another like, thing just, that's interesting talking about opposites attract, et cetera. What if you're the same? Because KK wants to talk about her day. Travis doesn't. You want to talk about your day. Aaron doesn't. My wife wants to talk about her day. You I don't, don't. I don't really right. want to. What happens when you're like you both want to talk about your day? Then you're screwed. Because <laughs> like, or neither one of you wants to talk, and it's just looking at a magazine all the time. Honestly, like I think a, it's better to have one that wants to and one not. It totally. That's I think why about we're my drawn to each other. And her husband and they are both like. Granted, they work for the same company, so it makes things a little bit different. Yeah. But they are very much so like they. I guarantee they walk in the door and they both want to talk about their day or whose day was worse. And that then that's all they talk about. Yeah. Number one, they work for the same company. They both work 65 hours a week plus. They have one day off a week. They work 12, 13, 14-hour shifts daily. I would think the and last thing they'd want to do is talk about work. For sure, 100%. Yeah. And they're, it's it's a cult yeah. It is a cult, and it's so wrapped up. And anybody that works for that company will 100% admit that it is a cult. We're not going to give them a shout-out today on this podcast <laughs> at this point. It's a great company. I've worked for that company uh, and would, again, in a heartbeat. My wife it has worked for truly, that company, by the way. It just truly is a, it's a cult. Yeah, my wife has worked for that company. Well, I think and that— I think, I think part of that, to give them a little bit of credit, part of why it's a cult is because nobody understands how hard they work, how many hours they work— and all of that. Nobody understands that besides for the people in that position. I think that, um, so, so I wanted to, we're going to, we're going to play a game here in a second. And before that, this, this ties in directly to the game, talking about our past. We're going to try to figure each other out a little bit, let the audience get to know us a little bit more. But Ross, I thought you knew the story when I talked about selling Kelly Clarkson's DNA on eBay. You had not Heard that? Apparently, uh, maybe I have, and it is something I blocked out for a reason. Uh-huh. Tell me the. Tell me what's going on here, though. So you can Google this to this day. For those listening, you can Google uh, Kelly Clarkson DNA eBay. It'll pop up. Uh, so roughly, I think it was around two thousand two, two thousand three. Um, went to a Kelly Clarkson concert. She had just come off American Idol. She was at the Omaha Music Hall, if I recall. Going back to first row tickets, my wife and I had front row seats to the show, and this was an intimate venue. The, the stage was close enough to my knees where I had a beer and I could set it up on the stage, that, that type of thing. So she comes out, does the full set. During the concert, she opens up a bottle of Dasani water, takes a drink out of it, puts it back down. Concert ends. Roadies come out to tear everything down. I ask him if I can have the water. And he looks at me oddly and then proceeds to give me the water. So I use this, by the way, when people ask, why, why am I different in real estate, et cetera? This is a, a good example of that. So the next day or s- shortly thereafter, I went on eBay, and instead of saying, here's a used water bottle, I posted, here's a chance to own Kelly Clarkson's DNA. Her lips touched this bottle. And the articles that you'll find on Google, I, I remember it being the bid had gone over 100 bucks on this thing. I think the articles say less than that. But people were bidding on this stuff. And then it got picked up by the media, like people.com had it, had it on their site. That's what I'm looking at an article from people.com. MTV, MTV's <laughs> website. So I didn't know about this. My sister calls so me and you're says. you're the anonymous seller from Ames, Iowa. Yeah. So, so my sister calls because she knows me and says, are you the one selling Kelly Clarkson's DNA on eBay? And I said, yeah. So she had found this article just by happenstance. So eBay shut the, uh, shut the auction down. Because it violated their terms of service, which you cannot sell body parts. They consider 
DNA to be a body part. Oh. So I had to relist it as just to use water bottle. Ended up selling it for, you know, 50 bucks, 60 bucks, something like that to someone else that I think had been at that same concert. But I use that today to say, listen, how many people in that audience would have seen garbage, would have seen a water bottle and not done anything else? And I saw a chance to make some money off of something. That's fantastic, Mark. So, yeah. I, did, I did not know this story. So, yeah, so I'm that random and seller. And I'm not surprised at all. I'm not, like, knowing you, I'm not surprised at all. Got a thing outside uh, the box, Ross. This is something that you did. All right, we're going to play a game. That's funny, Mark. Good for you, dude. That's really funny. We're going to play a game called Two Truths, One Lie. So what we're going to do is, Ross, uh, you want to start? KK, you want to start? Ross can start. Okay, Ross is going to start. Ross is going to read, essentially, three sentences. These are about Ross, about his life, about connections to Ross. KK and I are allowed to ask questions. To, dis- to decipher, Ross, of the three things that Ross is going to read here, two of them are the truth and one is a lie. KK and I need to get to the bottom of what's going on here. These are so boring now that I and look Ross, at them. And Ross is going to be tough because KK and I... Ross, that took you 45 minutes. And K- they're so bad. They're K- so bad. KK and I know each other pretty well at this point. Not that we know everything, but as you're going through this, you're like, man, I've been with this person for three years you know, daily for work, I probably told a lot of these stories. So I don't know if she'll know mine or Three not. Three and a half years. <laughs> Three and a half years. I just want to let you know how far you are, how far away you are from having to lease me a, a new vehicle. Year so. five. <laughs> that's, I just don't want you to forget. I love it. Uh, what's, what's more likely, Ross, that she'll be here come year five or not be here year that's five? That's a year and a half. Year and a half? She's here. She's here. Dude, yeah. you know... What it's like in I've this been office. Here for I mean, do you want to you want to take a second to think about it, or you just want to no, throw out she's going to be here? No, I, I've got more faith in her than that because I I think that we've we've actually Mark talked about this a lot. He hired another female That's assistant. KK, well, come on, don't quite say that. Uh, let's let's paraphrase this a little bit. That makes it seem like I'm jail is strong. You'd certainly that, lose a lawsuit. That that seems sure. like I'm. That seems like I'm being all. Go to- Prison? It seems like I'm being all touchy no, and stuff. I, I'm, not, I would not, think, I'm not going down those <laughs> roads. I would think there would be court-ordered classes at some point. <laughs> we, we, KK is half guy. I don't like to be See, touched. this is the type of That's, thing you can't say to a woman. I can. She would admit it. She'd admit it. She's, I don't know. I mean, you don't look the part, but you're a little bit tomboy. You just are. The way that you carry yourself. I'm okay with saying it. Thank you. She's the only one that can sue me. Nobody else. <laughs> So, okay. God, they suck, man. I wish I would have. <laughs> I, I was, I, for a moment, when I was sitting at the table, I was happy with what I'd written down, and now I don't like him at all. I okay. don't like him at all. All right, Ross. Well, it, it's so okay. Go, okay, here's what I did. So I actually sh- came up with four truths and two lies. So right, let's break it up, though. You got two six, sections. Yeah, three. So two and one, two and one. Okay. Let, let's do that. Uh, so we'll have two rounds of this. So go all ahead right. and pick your, your two truths, one lie. Read all three together, and we're going to try to decipher through some questions. Where you're lying. I think I should probably do my three boring ones now and save my three interesting ones so we can hey, kind of move as, through this as, first as, round. As long as one of the ones you're about to tell us is a lie, then we're good to go. <sighs> These are so stupid. Okay. I'm watching, I have, watch his face too, KK. You might be able to tell just from the way he's reading it. I have lived my entire life in Polk County. Okay. I have talked to two presidents. I was named after Betsy Ross. Oh, okay, okay. I already feel like I want to guess. Do you want to ask any questions? I mean, you already going to guess? You, you can guess. Yeah. You can guess. Um, okay, so, Ross, we know that you were you were born in Iowa. Yep. 
Went um, to East High, which is in Polk County. Yes, it is. Which which hospital were you born in, Ross? I think Lutheran. Okay, the I fact was born the, in the Des Moines. Fa- the fact that he doesn't know which hospital he's born in strikes me as a little bit odd. Well, you know what hospital in Des Moines? Born? Mary Greeley in Ames, Iowa. Well, yeah, well, there's yeah. one hospital. You were born at the Knoxville Hospital. No, actually, I oh, wasn't. Okay, I I wasn't. <laughs> I didn't move to Knoxville until I was three. Yeah, but where were you the first three years? Uh, we lived in. Uh, She's lying. Uh, Bussy. <laughs> there's your lie. That's it. Bussy. You yep. never lived in Bussy. Okay, you probably did. Do you know where Bussy is? It's near Knoxville. I don't know. No. Hamilton. It's south. It's like there are towns of like hundreds Man. of people. Like not even. I doubt. All right, Ross. I'm such where, a, I'm a city kid. Hamilton in Iowa. probably has less than a hundred people that live in it. Where if where if 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 anywhere did you attend college? I went to DMAC for weeks. So you never, I you never, never really, lived I, at college. I paid some money to attend classes at DMAC. I didn't. Know, I don't know if I. I, <laughs> you can, I don't know if I went to DMAC. I'm not sure. I can really say I. Okay. Um, Betsy Ross. All right. So if I that think if that's that, his if, lie. if that's tr- if that's true, He's definitely lived in Polk County his whole life. So I would say what 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 was your parents' affinity for Betsy Ross if you were named after? Her? I come from an extremely patriotic family. I mean, was no Nate was I mean like fly a POW flag under the American flag, keep okay. it lit, take it down in the rain. I mean, it's it's no. it strikes what me. What two presidents did you talk to? Uh, Clinton and Trump. Did you say talk to or meet? Talked to. Were they presidents at the time that you spoke to them? Clinton, no, neither one of them was. Clinton had been president, and Trump was not yet president. So Trump, to me, is extremely believable because Ross is a celebrity, and Trump would have been yeah. here campaigning. <laughs> Both of them are believable because of what Ross's job is. I guess I have the hardest part believing that Ross is named after a woman. You know, it's just he would, he would, liter- he would literally be named after a the woman. The other two are far more likely to be true. I mean, the lie could be that he's actually talked to three presidents or four. I mean, it, the number might be what's Yeah, it's true. I don't think his brain went there, though. So I, I'm going to guess, and I hate to guess the most obvious, but I think you and I are both on the same page yeah. here. I, I think don't think Ross's brain went to like, ooh, I'm going to trick him. I'm going to throw out I think he's. Number. I think he's lying about about Betsy Ross, even though I feel like he could easily be duping us here. Yeah. You're right that I don't like trick questions, so I would not have done the okay. two presidents right. because I've only talked to one or three. We're officially going with Betsy Ross. Oh, wait, Ryan. he... Yeah, okay. Yeah. Are, we, are, we in, are we on the same page? Yeah, we're on the same page. Okay, Ross, time okay, to reveal. He got me. Okay, we're one for I don't, one. I don't know who I'm named after. My, I had an, I had an uncle, like... My middle, my middle name is Arthur, and Ross and Arthur are both kind of family names on my dad's side. So there was like a, I had a grandpa Ross Hawkins, great grandpa Ross Hawkins. My grandfather's name was Arthur Peterson. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. All right. Um, KK, you ready to go? Sure. Who are you named after? Let's find out. Okay. Here they are. I can tell from her face. They're all lies. <laughs> Every single one of them. <laughs> I right. can walk on my hands. Whoa. I can lick my elbow. Whoa. My dog ate my cat. Whoa. <laughs> what? <laughs> your dog <laughs> ate your cat. That is, that is such a Knoxville thing. 
It is. Wait, was it, did this happen in Bussy or in Knoxville? In Knoxville. She was old enough to remember that. That's All right, traumatic. Let's, let's, let's unpack this a what second. Was the do- what was the cat's name? Kitty. Kitty. Oh, my God. That, oh, man. If she rehearsed a lot here, she just did shitty. That kitty was shitty. Oh, my God. Let me see you lick Wait, your okay, elbow. Okay. Well, that, see, that will be obvious if we ask see her you that. Lick your elbow. You can't ask to Why? see things okay, like let me, that. Because I'm also this, not going to no walk way. on my hand. Let me, let me ask no this way. question. Let me ask this question. I've heard about this elbow licking thing. But yeah. but remind me, is it supposed to be rare or hard to do? I just to think impossible. some people can and can't do it. It's definitely not impossible. Look at how impossible. Okay, will you at least stick out your tongue so we can see how far your tongue comes out? No. Man. Do you have a crazy long tongue? No. She's probably got a Gene Simmons dick. I, Do you have a I short can't, femur? I cannot lick my nose. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ross, Ross, you and I try. Let's try is to lick hey, femurs in Ross, your leg, right? What's Ross. this bone... Ross, see how close you can get to licking your elbow. I can barely lick my bicep. You got to use your other hand, Ross. Are we talking about, talking about use my other hand? Are like we talking this. about the tip, like the tip of your elbow? Just, yeah, just your elbow. I mean, you're like I within mean, this I, vicinity. I can't, I can't get close. Not even close. Not even no. But okay, let's dissect this a little bit more. Okay, the dog was named Kitty. The no, 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 kid, no, no, the cat, no, the cat was named Kitty. <laughs> yeah. The dog yeah. was named Dog. Apparently, what no. was the what was the dog? Hunter. Okay, what type of dog was Hunter? A yellow lab. How old were you when that yeah, happened? Yellow lab. Young. That doesn't sound very. I don't vicious. remember how old I was. Young. You just remember the blood. And I mean, the I was probably the, like the screaming of the cat. I was probably between like six and eight. Do you I remember guess? the sound that the cat made? I was not there when it <laughs> yeah. happened. All right. So, did you keep the dog or did you put it down after it? Kept the dog. Was this really? a, was this oh, a barn? Sure. Did you get what? another cat? Uh, no, we had no more cat. <laughs> was this a barn cat or a house cat? Uh, barn cat. Well, I mean. We didn't have a barn. It lived. You know in what garage. I mean. It was a. It was a it was, stray. It was, it was no. I got it. It was not a stray. Like it was my pet. So why did you name the cat Kitty? Just nothing else. Couldn't come up with anything better than that. Just like that name. You when seem you say athletic enough to be able to walk on your hands, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm not I, down I that, that one yeah, at I all. See that. I, I think she can do that. Um, the licking elbow. Thing. That's it. I've always heard that's impossible. You but know what? I have she seen her do such, so, so with I, such confidence. She's like Russ. It's not impossible. I believe. She won't show us how long her tongue is. I believe she can walk on her hands. I also think because I've seen her, there was a challenge not that long ago about picking up a piece of paper off the floor without what was it? Not bending your knees with or something. My, with your mouth, with right? With my mouth, without touching the floor. Yeah. She was able to do that, so I know she's athletic enough to do these feats of strength that we're talking about. The dog and the cat. I've known you three and a half years, apparently. Never heard about this story. My dog ate my cat. And by Holy ate, I just cow. mean, like, you prob- probably just attacked killed the cat, just killed, killed it. it, didn't actually ingest the cat. No, he ate it. Oh, Wow. I don't, I, you know, you know Kitten. what? I heard about like Kitten. pets will eat their owners if they die in the house and just start rotten. That's, oh a, that's a true that's thing. Disgusting. That's a hundred percent true. So would a dog eat a cat? Yeah. A this, dog probably would eat a cat. This is one of the things I'm going to learn in my real estate career is that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Will eat it's, it's time to guess. I've got, to, I've got to go with. I'm going to be really disappointed by the way, if the licking the elbow thing is true and you don't show us after the fact. I don't think she had a cat named Kitty and the dog ate the cat. I just, I find that harder to believe than licking her own elbow. What do you think, Ross? Man, she had so much confidence in the, when I said, no, it's impossible to lick your elbow, that she looked at me like I was an idiot. And then when we asked what the name of the cat was, the way she said Kitty, 
makes me think that she hadn't really thought that we were going to vet that one as much. I mean, she could have gone with Clementine and honestly, anything cat related. Even thinking that licking your elbow is impossible, the least likely one is that your dog ate your cat. And then you kept the cat and then you kept the dog. Agreed. I think I'm going to go with your dog didn't eat your cat. I I am as well. Man, I really want to see you lick your elbow if you can do that. Uh, you're both wrong. I cannot lick my elbow. Damn my it. dog did eat my cat. What? Damn it. That you was stupid dog ate your cat? That yeah. was such a good lie by you. Because when what? I said it's I impossible this, to lick your elbow, you were cat, like. And the reason it didn't have a name, I remember now, I named it Kitty. And the reason it did, I couldn't think of a better name. I'd only had this cat for like a week. It was a kitty. Yeah. My parents bought it for me and I had a litter box and everything. We came home one day and the remains of the cat were in the driveway. My mom wow. scooped it up, threw it across the fence, and oh my I had gosh. no more cats. Well, now we at least have to see oh. you attempt to lick your elbow. Can you get close? Oh, no. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. See, I, it in, is, I, it is the possible, way that you said that. Oh, well, I, yeah, something I, like double-jointed or something can yeah. probably so that's the thing. I saw do a kid. At, we were at Ohana Steakhouse. You know how you do, like, the family tables yeah. there where you sit with other people? Kids there licking his elbows? No, well, no, we, we got to know this family. You know me, I like to know people and get to know them. And we started talking, and it was the kid's birthday. I remember he was like seven years old. And out of the blue, this kid's like, I can lick my elbow. And Aaron and I both said, that's impossible. You cannot. And yeah, he, I think he was like double-jointed in his shoulder. Yeah. So you could kind of like dis- move his shoulder out of socket and slide it back. Gross. So all dinner, he's just and licking he, his no, elbows. No, not all dinner. You. It was at the very end of the, he just did it to show off. But Okay. So, But I, golly, I wish I'd have stuck with the lick your elbow. Damn it. All right, here we go. You ready? Here's my three. All right, Ross and I missed that one. Good job, KK. Yeah, you fooled us. You did a good job there. All right, here you go. Here are my three. I was questioned about my whereabouts by police in connection to a bank robbery. <laughs> I once had dinner with Mike Ditka. Who's Mike Ditka? Old coach of the Chicago Bears. Very famous. I have never been snorkeling, water skiing, or snowboarding. Okay, now Mark might be the snorkeling, water skiing, or snowboarding. Mark might be doing the thing to us that you were worried about with me and the presidents. Yeah, or like he's for been sure. snorkeling. No, he's only been snowboarding. He has not been water skiing. Okay, actually, or, no, he might have been water skiing, but he's snor- He's not big water guy. So man, I don't know. I've seen no. pictures of him swimming with dolphins. Maybe he snorkeled on that. Vacation. So yeah, well, so that's the one we're thinking right now is the snorkeling. All right, where'd you have dinner with Mike? Dick? No, I think he's done that. He's done one of those three things. That's what I'm saying. That's what we think is okay. the lie. But let's no, I don't. I think because s- he said I've never done. Oh, all three of them. Yes, he said I've never been snorkeling, snowboarding, or skiing. Okay, uh, that I is don't cr- know that's correct, Ross. You did recap that correctly. I don't that's know I if he. <laughs> yeah, that, but that's what I'm saying. So I think that it's a situation where Mark that has done has done one of those three and is trying to get us off the trail yeah. by attending the other two. Okay, the the first one was. Where'd this bank robbery happen and when? Uh, it was in Ames, Iowa, and I would have been roughly 10 or, well, let me think. I want to be honest here. I would have been probably at least 11 years old, 11, 12, somewhere in that, that range. Were you a, w- okay, go ahead. What were you doing at the time that made you get questioned? I was riding my bike. What were you doing riding your bike? I was just riding my bike. Just out for a You were ride. a witness to a bank robbery? I was questioned about my whereabouts because a bank robbery had just occurred very you, close to where I were was. Were you questioned as the suspect in the bank robbery well, as did, a 10-year-old? Ross, they did not declare me a suspect. I was stopped by police to ask 
be, to be asked a few questions. Ames police thought a 10-year-old Mark Charter on his bicycle had robbed a bank. Well, I don't know if they thought I had robbed a bank, Ross, but what I can tell you is that I was stopped by police and asked a few questions related to a bank robbery that had just occurred within the last 30 minutes. I don't like how, how you're not being very forthcoming. I'm trying to be honest by being specific with my language, Ross. Okay, so about this dinner, how yeah. old were you? Uh, I would have been in my in my 20s. How did you have dinner and where? I was eating dinner at Mike Ditka's restaurant in Chicago. Now, wait a minute. You said you had, did, you had dinner with Mike Ditka. Correct. Was Mike, Mike Ditka eating something in the same room as you? No, Mike Ditka was, might not have been eating, but he was present at our table while dinner was being consumed. What, I, would, I, would what consider, I would consider that eating dinner with Mike Ditka. No, that's not eating dinner with Mike <laughs> Sure it is. If someone's, if someone's talking to you during not, dinner. Yeah. What restaurant? Oh, no, you ate dinner the re- while the, he the rest, the restaurant is called The restaurant is called Mike Ditka's. <laughs> I think that's the name of the restaurant. Mike Ditka's. No, if you pay a guy. We're talking semantics here, Ross. Yeah, you, they, you didn't have I'll, dinner I'll with cl- Mike. You I'll, did not. <laughs> hey, I'm going to clarify the story for you so we can play the game fairly. While I was eating dinner, I was having a conversation with Mike Ditka. That's good. There you go. That one I'll believe. There you go. So, Who was at this dinner? Uh, my wife and I. That is cool. My wife and I. You were early 20s, you said? Would have been early 20s. Correct. Okay. All right. So well, I, think I know Kenny I'm okay lived with the in Didka. Chicago, so that one yeah, might be. The, and the Didka one makes, passes smell test now that you know it was just Didka shaking hands and kissing babies, and Charter happened to be one of the babies. Yeah. Just not a baby. I was in my 20s. <laughs> so when you asked him the first question about the bike, he showed a little bit of, a little bit of hesitancy. Yeah. Have you the, snorkeled the, on a vacation? I, well, I can't specifically answer that one. Because he said he's never snorkeled. If I answer any questions about that, the third then, one. I'll, then I'll blow because it all. Because you said, you know him better than I do. You've known him, I mean, you've known him more consistently than I have over the last couple of years. He does. He's not You're a big s- fan of water, but snorkeling is shallow water. Yeah, but he's I've skiing. Snor- I've the reason I think I feel like he's skied is because they have a place at Boji. And I could see Mark on a snowboard. I mean, yeah. hang and, 10, bro. In his younger days, he was more athletic. I'm still young. I have never water skied, snowboard, snow skied. That's a that's I, it's not something I wrote down. I probably should have because I never didn't even think about things I hadn't done. So it's very possible. But all right, Mark, what do we- uh, that's what I'm going with though. Mark has either snowboarded, snorkeled, or water skied in his life. One of those three, he's done. Yeah. Okay. I think that's the lie as well. Yep. We agree. You are both. Correct. Yes. And were we right about you've done one of them? I've water skied okay. before. Technically, I really haven't snorkeled, not the, officially. The thing about snorkeling is, like, I don't know if you have enough patience to snorkel because I don't think you'd care enough to have enough patience. Plus, you're, like, finicky with water, and I just... Technically, to say I water skied is, al- is almost incorrect. I've attempted water skiing yeah. on some old wood planks, and it, didn't, <laughs> it did, not, did not go well. I've been skiing, but I've not been snowboarding. And snorkeling in theory, but I had a life jacket on. It didn't really count. So I love that snorkeling. And, and in deeper water, I mean, like 25, 30 feet of water, when you can. No, thanks. You can kind of uh, uh, pressurize your ears as you get about yeah. 10 feet down and really torpedo. And yep. Yeah, I loved doing that. I like, I'm a big swimmer. So I was at, I was at, Dick, I was at Ditka's restaurant, and he came by. 
said hi, exchanged pleasantries, thanks for coming to the restaurant type of thing. So technically that was a lie too because you did not have Well, no, I, 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 clar- <laughs> I clarified it for Ross. I clarified it. And, then, and I was questioned about a bank robbery. This would have been... Yeah, what's what, that about? Well, I started being homeschooled when I was in sixth grade. So it would have been roughly sixth, seventh grade or so. And it was during the school day. And I would do stuff and then I'd go... Ride whatever, bike, yeah. ride, ride my bike. And I was riding around the mall because the mall is only two blocks from my house. So I was riding in the parking lot and there's a bank in the mall parking lot that had just been robbed. So I'm riding when I should be in school, right? Yeah, okay. And the cop um, put the lights on and pulled me over my bike and said, what are, you, what are you doing here? You should be in school. Yeah. And I said, I'm homeschooled. And then he said, you know, did you see anything? And no, I hadn't seen anything, et cetera. So I did get pulled over about a bank robbery. That's a really good one. All right. I am with KK, though, that the, the dinner with Didka thing, you had dinner at Didka's. Um, I was a part of a school trip in my senior year in high school, junior year, where we went to New York and, L- and, and, and Washington, D.C., and while we were in New York, we went to a play on Broadway. It was Grease, yep. and Brooke Shields was the Rizzo character. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the – or I'm sorry, at the very beginning of the, of the play – they were doing like the radio, 50s radio DJ thing, and they were inviting people to come up on stage and dance. And they invited me and a bunch of my friends to come up on stage. And while we were up on stage, the curtain opened up behind us and Brooke Shields came dancing out. So right now, KK is wondering who Brooke Shields is. No I shared I no a Broadway stage with Brooke Shields. Nice. And I was, it's, that kind of reminds me of you. Like I could say, I shared a Broadway stage with Brooke Absolutely. Shields. Absolutely. Like, well, well, obviously, yeah. that's not one of your next three Deep because shit, you just you were blew it. there. Right. All right, here we go, Ross. Brooke Shields is beautiful, by the way, KK. Very famous uh, model actress. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. All right, these three are much more risque. All right, here we go. Uh, I lost my virginity to a married woman. Oh, my God. I once had sex in a Burger King bathroom. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> the Humpty Dance. You I just can't. stole that. <laughs> I can't. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't burp, but I fart like a madman. I once got busy in a Burger King bathroom. I didn't say busy. Oh, man. Uh, oh, how is, old were you when you this slept with this married woman? Uh, 19. Oh, late bloomer. And oh. you lost your virginity to her? Yeah. Was she a teacher? No. That would have been sweet. <laughs> okay. So let's let's dissect this a little bit. Nope. What Burger King? The one on by the fairgrounds right across the street on University. Did you lose your virginity to a married woman in a Burger King bathroom? <laughs> no. Separate instance. Yeah. Okay. Did you, was this like a one night stand thing or do you have a relationship? Um, it wasn't a one night stand, but it was like a f- four or five night stand. How you old, I mean? how old was this woman roughly? 26. Was she, this is a pretty obvious <laughs> question, but like, did she stay with her husband? Like, was it a secret? No, no. She had, she had actually left him. That's yeah. Still but married she was, though. Yeah. Tattooed married mom. Uh, married. First, was, they were they were divorced. Like so, not yeah. only did you lose your virginity to somebody who's married, she was a mom. You lost yeah. your virginity to a mom, to a milf, to a milf. Yeah, yeah. And the what married was, part, it does sound really bad because, but yeah, she had left her. She had like in a like a bad relationship down in Florida and had left her husband. What we were? What was her? What was her first name? Ross, Stephanie. He paused a little bit there, because I, I was wondering if I should say it, but <laughs> Stephanie. <laughs> Uh, blonde or brunette? Brunette. Okay. Shorter than you or taller than you? Shorter. I, I don't think I've, well, I haven't had sex with a lot of girls in my life, but I've never had sex with a girl that was taller than me. How tall are you? I think so. 
No, no way. He's 5'11". Yeah, he's about, oh, my, okay. he's about my height. Plenty of girls in the sea that are shorter than you. That's not yeah, a problem. Yeah, right. It wasn't, yeah. Um, okay, so, okay, so let's, were you, why were you Burger King? My Just other eat, thing. eating a meal? Just having a meal. Yeah. Okay, you're, you're, you're eating a meal. We thought, hey, you know, that song says that thing. Maybe that'd be a fun one. You're there with, the, who are you there the with? The a girlfriend? List. At the time. And you just randomly get horny? Say, let's go to the bathroom? Thought it was funny and... Did you do it? Did you do it because of the line in the song? Yes. Okay. Uh, In a stall? Yes. Was it a one-staller where you locked the door or multi-staller? No. Well, it was one stall, one door. It has a urine... You know, if I remember right, it had a urinal and a a pooper. Standing up (laughs) or sitting down? Uh, I was sitting down. Did you have a condom? No. Hmm. no. So this wasn't planned out very uh, well. Ooh, Ross is regretting this right now. He's like, ooh. What? No. Uh, what's your third one? You got a married uh, woman? I can't burp. But he I've, can fart. Man, I find that hard to believe. I do too. I, Who I can't mean, burp? I totally, you can't, you, supposedly you don't fart. I don't fart a lot. I'm a human. So <laughs> I do fart. <laughs> That's a Jordan Slansky answer. Yeah. When you were a baby, could your mom get you to burp? I have no idea. I've never even asked that question. I don't even so know. When you say you can't burp, like, do you ever get the urge to burp? Okay. Just nothing can come out? I, I burp, but it's never intentional. I can't. You can't make yourself. No, I can't make myself burp. Uh, you can't do that. No way. And well, a if lot of people I can't intentionally If burp. I burp, it's usually, and I mean about a 90% indication that I'm about to throw up. Okay. That I got. And I it's mean, like, a, I guess it's, it's kind of like when your car chugs before it runs out of gas. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you got about a mile, man. When I burp, it's like, hey, find a bathroom because things are going the that, wrong I mean, direction. that's, I guess that's plausible. Losing your virginity to a married woman's plausible. The Burger King bathroom is the one that I'm like, like kind of like gross. Like I think I that that's know. the lie. I think he's sitting here and he's like looking out the window. So, and he I saw sees the Burger, Burger King. King. I didn't even notice right there. there's a BK yeah. down the road. Is yeah, that's really? a good. That's a good catch out of KK. If there. I was gonna do that though, I would have made that. I would have said that I did it at that Burger King. Was this lunch or dinner time? When lunch you did time. This? Okay, lunchtime rendezvous in a bathroom. No, I kind of feel like it's a lie. Like he's a, he's really quick to answer some of these too. <laughs> He's like answering it before it's even out of your mouth. I mean, the other thing, I, again, I don't think he's tricking us. He said he lost his virginity at 19. He's said before he's a late bloomer. Okay. He was a late bloomer. But was she married? Which she wasn't with. The, the thing that makes Not that with more the possible husband. Is she wasn't with him. He lived in Florida. She was here. Still legally married. Where, where were you at? How did you meet her? Where were you guys at? It was when I was a maintenance man at an apartment complex. Uh, she lived there? No. She just started working there. She started working there. Yeah. How long after What did you, she do there? Uh, worked in the front office. I don't even know what they're called. Probably listing agents of some type. Did, this, okay. did, this, girl, did this girl like you or was it like, screw my husband? All right. So uh, th- this is one of those stories, Mark, like I'm oblivious when it comes to women. I'm oblivious, man. I always have been. Yeah. And uh, we had this new girl that got hired and we went up and met her and we walked out of the room of meeting her. When we were kind of doing our introductions, the lady that was my boss said, Ross works on the radio. He does a, a weekend shift on this rock radio station. And I didn't, I was, didn't, I thought it was kind of weird that she would say that, but we went on and we walked out and the two dudes that I worked in the maintenance department with, we walked out of the room and they were like, dude, new girl wants to bang you. 
I'm like, what are you talking about? They're like, you didn't see that as soon as they, she wants to, dude, she, we could see it in her eyes. And I've always been a guy like, you guys are idiots. Shut yeah. up. This is not, that did yeah. not happen. All right. I believe, I believe Ross here. Yeah. And then the next night we, like the next night, one of the ladies had a party at her apartment and. I'm starting to, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I, ironically, I'm starting to think like, like the, the salt, truth is the bourbon right. one. Awesome. Like that. I think awesome. the lie might be Burger King. Yeah. I think the lie is Burger King. Okay, that's my guess. Burger King's you guys the lot. Got me. Burger King's a lot. All that right. Awesome, I really would want to pull off that off. That's disgusting. We're two for two on what? Ross. All right, my brother's out of class, and I have a <laughs> date with him, so we got to get this. All show right, the roll. Do it. All right, KK. Here's here's KK's last three. Ross. Okay. Um, I had two dogs growing up named Duke and Earl. Fresh garden tomatoes with salt and pepper in the summer are my favorite snack. I get major anxiety getting a manicure and pedicure. Just when you think you know Why somebody. would you, what, what is it about the man, uh, a Manny Petty that gives you anxiety? I'm a like, perfectionist. You don't like, and what, I'm you don't afraid like the of way being they like do hurt. it? Yeah. Like the, like the pain? Like you worry about the pain? I'm the afraid dinner? they're going to hurt me. Yeah. Man, the tomato thing is really, really uh, specific. Specific is yeah. the right word. Yeah. Duke and Earl. Duke and Earl. You know, the Duke of Earl. I know. Dad, dad, yeah. Dad's a songwriter. That's not completely good song. Maybe it was a you favorite know, song of that's his. Good call, Mark. Duke of Earl. Call. The tomato. The tomatoes man. thing seems so. I mean, specific. I've, I've been around. True, I've been yeah. around KK for three summers. She, I've never. I've never seen her eat this dish. Is, is it one of the things where it's like I like garden fresh tomatoes, but I don't put salt on it. Yeah. So that's. I mean, that's not like my father liked that. Yeah. So I've I've seen people eat exactly that. He would salt tomato slices. Cut it up, kind of like you'd cut an yeah. apple, and you salt and pepper it. Yeah, it's road, so juicy. When I was a kid on road trips, my dad would eat tomatoes like apples. He would I just, just I just, yeah. I just find I, I, I find salt. it interesting. I've never seen you eat it though. Like, how much could you like it? I've never seen her. Or, like, maybe it's just. A Are home. you sure you haven't? No, no, I'm not sure. And, and, the dog. and salt and pepper tomatoes on toast. Dog. I think oh. you're right about the song. The dogs, the Duke and Earl, with the dad being the songwriter, that makes a lot of sense. I've never heard her say that she dreads go getting a manicure. So I'm going to guess, for time's sake, I'm going to guess yeah, that, that one's the lie. Although she already had a dog. She had a yellow lab named something else. Hunter. Hunter. Ate so the how, cat. Many, how many? But they lived kind of like kind of farmish, not a farm, but you lived in the country, right? So yeah. it's plausible she had multiple dogs. Um, I think they still have a dog. I think your parents have a dog to this day. Sadie, I'm gonna go with That's the. I'm, I, I'm gonna go with the manicure one. Just I've never heard yeah, her say that. Like, I've never heard a woman say that. I, and I, th I would have thought it would have been more like, well, I'm trapped in a chair for an hour, and I'm a go-getter, and I can't look at my phone, and I'm... Yeah. You can like have that. your phone. You I'm, 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 I'm going oh, to yeah. go with that one. Yeah, me too. You like Manny Petties. Uh, no, I hate tomatoes. Man, how did I not know that? I will eat the... I shouldn't say I hate them. They're starting to grow on me. The only time I'll eat tomatoes is if they're in fresh... Like salsa, pico. I like salsa. Pico, pico, pico. Love ketchup. Um, <laughs> I would never, ever eat a fucking tomato. Now my mom does that. She's obsessed with it, and she eats it on toast and eggs. <sighs> Loves it. Hell no. Well, we're zero for two on you. Yeah, All right, I drop thought your, you knew me. Drop your three fours, Mark. All right, KK's here you go. go. KK might know these two, so if you know them, KK, you can bow here. All, All right. right. Um, I am related to Iowa's first governor. I once bought weed from a Vegas prostitute. I have almost quit real estate three times. Wow. 
Um, uh, what was your first one? I'm related to Iowa's first governor. Who was, was Iowa's it? first governor? Robert Lucas. And how was he relation to you? He's a great, 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 great grandfather. How many greats? I don't know. Three, four, five, something like that. This is when Iowa was a territory. Mom's not, side, not, dad's not side. State. How'd you find that out? Uh, family tree. Mom's side, dad's side. Can't remember. Can't remember. Huh. I know. I, I don't. I for sure think the buying weed from, did you say from a Vegas stripper? Vegas prostitute. Vegas prostitute. Eh, for some reason, I I don't know. Yeah, I'm Bef- not, that, before you had kids or after you had kids? Uh, after. After I had kids. Um. Eh. See, it seems like you'd it, it wouldn't be weed. You'd be buying from a Vegas prostitute. No, because what year was that? What are you What are you implying, Ross? Well, you're either going to be buying what she's selling, or uh, coke or some derivative of it. It, it was uh, five or six years ago. Okay, okay. And is this like you I don't just see you she was on the street or, or uh, no? She was in the hotel. Uh, huh. Hotel I, with who? I do not recall her name, by the way. <laughs> if, that, if that's one of your questions. Hotel with who? With the people I was on the trip with. I'm not going to out them about the prostitute and the weed. Tell me about the three times. When when did you almost quit real estate? Uh, just over 15 years. Just three times when it got bad, got slow. Like, I got to go do something else, man. I don't think... It's not working out. Uh, that one's hard because I feel like... He's always been in a pretty decent position for the most part, like when it's been bad. He's always been in an okay position, meaning that his name was well enough known. Yeah, but uh, but I could see in 15 years, that's a lot of, that's a lot of cycling. Um, so I think I could go with that. that yeah. Man, these are good ones. That one might be the last. The three? Yeah. Three the times? Other thing is, like, the prostitute is, I, yeah. What was the first one you said? Related to Iowa's first Oh, government. that's right. I'll give, I think that one, yeah, yeah, because you knew his name. All right, I'm going to go with the lie. <laughs> I don't even know. The, the lie point. being that he hasn't almost quit three I'm times. with you on that, that you've only, you've either never thought about leaving real estate or. Or more than that. No, no, no. I don't think it's more. That's your lie, though. I think that you've only considered it maybe less than three. You guys are. Good at this game. Yes, we are. I have never really thought about leaving real estate. <laughs> I probably had minutes I'll where say, I'm like, I, oh, I should I probably like get out I've of this. I have heard you say before, like, that you've always put yourself in a good enough position when the times are good that you could out, you could ride out the times that are bad yeah. because when times are bad, people still have to sell their house and your name is well enough known. Yeah. So, uh, allegedly, if it turns out I'm wrong, I apologize, but I've been told by family that... Robert Lucas is a great, 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 great grandfather. Um, That's pretty cool. That's a neat one. If it's, if it's true. So, so your family has been in Iowa for like 150 Long time. Years. This would have been 1700s. Wow. When he, was, when he was the first governor, I think. But keep in mind, it wasn't the state. He was territory. First territorial oh, governor of okay. Iowa. okay. All right. Because, yeah, we became a state in like, what, 18? Yeah. So this was, this, was, this was before that. He was a territorial governor, Robert wow. Lucas. Uh, Mean-looking dude from his pictures. Um, and then, um, I had to be then, man. Think about life in the 1700s. Think about what that was. You probably had three kids pass away before you were 20. 
so like, I, I rode up. You were um, mad. I was in an elevator with other people in Vegas um, at Aria, and there were two prostitutes on the elevator with us, and they reeked like weed. So one of the people that was with us asked if they had any weed, and, and the answer was yes. So they sold us some weed. But I was the one that paid for it. So I was not the Jeez. one that asked the question. I was the one that had the most money. So I was the one that paid for it. And to be honest, they overcharged. It was it was a lot. It was I, yeah, I would imagine. A, pr- a prostitute in Vegas overcharged? And to also be honest, just so people aren't wondering, nothing else happened with the prostitutes. It was just a simple drug transaction, Ross. I have uh, I had a, a prostitute Vegas interaction. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Big, big time. Um, <laughs> so my buddy fought in the UFC, and mm-hmm. he, and we all went out there to support him for that big event. You know, I mean, this is like this is an at bat at Yankee Stadium, right? Yep. You go there to support your buddies. Sure. And it was kind of a last minute deal for me. Aaron and I had just been on a vacation, so I didn't get the flight with all of my friends. I kind of booked later and did a cheaper route or whatever it was, maybe more expensive. I don't remember. But either way, I came like six hours after my buddies did. Um, I got there towards the end of the night, maybe like 11 o'clock midnight, I rolled into the hotel room and got the, you know, information about where my buddies were, got to the hotel room and walked in and two of my friends who were single at the time, one of them is now married, but two of my friends that were single at the time were just acting like giddy little school children. Right. And I was like, what is wrong with you guys? And they were like, Oh my gosh, we just talked to a prostitute. We just talked to a Vegas prostitute. Like we were down there at the craps table and yep. this hottie came up and started Acted hitting on interested TJ. In yeah. Started hitting on TJ and, uh, and Ryan's a really smart guy. You know, Ryan, he was like, he, Ryan picked up on it right away. And just for the fun of it, kind of started interacting with this chick and she gave him some sort of business card or phone number in some yep. way, gave them a number. Yep. If you guys want to party with me later, yep. call this phone number. But they were both like, we're way too nervous to even, we're curious. Yeah, we're just curious about what the price is, what this would entail. But we're too nervous. Well, I'm not a nervous guy. I don't, I kind of like that nervous feeling. Yeah. So I'm like, well, hell, give me her number. I'll call and ask these questions. I got no problem. Yep. I'm not, I got no shame. I will not be embarrassed at all to pick up the phone and call these phone numbers and ask questions. Fine. Give me the phone. And I dial the phone number, right? And it like rings, rings, and this girl answers the phone. And she's like, hello? You know, it's Crystal. I'm like, hey, Crystal, uh, this is uh, Tyler. Um, <laughs> I, I just met you down at the craps table. You know, what, what, what hotel were you guys at? Like Bellagio? I'm like, yeah, we got the uh, craps table at Bellagio, and you gave us your card. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember you meeting. And then just as she starts to talk to me, the door opens up to the hotel, and it's my best friend and his wife. Okay. Now I'm married at this time. Yep. And it, I realize I'm on the phone with a prostitute and my best friend's wife is in the room now. <laughs> uh, and that never nervous Ross turned yeah. into fourth grade. So how, so uh, how much for that delivery? <laughs> I was like, uh, uh, well, uh, uh, oh, uh, I gotta, I gotta go. Sorry. Bye. <laughs> and I, and just like Bensie just knew when I was lying from across the room, man, I'm a weather beacon. My best friend's wife is like, who was that? Who were you? You were just doing something you weren't supposed to be doing. Why did you just throw your phone down the hallway? Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. yeah. And, it was weird. And I can't lie. I'm so, and I was like, oh, the, 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 they met a prostitute and they wanted me to call her and get, her, get, her, get, get the prices. And I, I, I promised Jenny I didn't even talk to her. The moral of the story is do not tell Ross your secret. If someone grills him, dude, uh, he's folding. He is folding. Dude, I have always been that guy. I've always been the guy that, like, you don't tell your secrets to because. 
I don't, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a horrible liar. I'm horrible at it. I don't like it. And that's not a bad trait. It's not just a really good trait to have. It's a really good trait to have, but it is, um, I don't know. It's funny that Bensi was literally sitting 15 feet across the room and he was like, dude, I know which one you were lying about by the look on your face. Yeah. That's, let's, uh, well, no, it's good to know. It's good to know what you're not capable of doing. Yeah. telling a lie. So when you become employed here as a full-time agent, I'm going to know when you're blowing smoke up my Dress. Hopefully I won't be blowing smoke up anybody's dress. So Nobody's bef- blowing anything out their ass. Nobody. So before we go, before we go, man, I wanted to ask you um, for an update. You can share with the people the update on real estate and what it's like to be in the real estate world. A, am I allowed to do this? Yes. Are you sure that I yes. can do this? Say, say, tell, tell the, it's a brief story, but tell, the, tell what's already uh, happened to you because it's indicative of what's going to happen to you based on you being in real estate. Yeah, so I uh, shared on Facebook after I completed my online test that I'm kind of halfway there. I'm essentially waiting for an FBI background check to clear, and then which can take a, still a, another couple of weeks. And then I have to pass my real test and then get my insurance, and I'm done. I am I'm have You're my licensed. license, and I'm ready to go. Yep. So I kind of put that update on Facebook saying, I'm halfway there. I'm really close. If you want to start the process, I've got a bunch of guys that are helping me out. Uh, Nate and, and Bensi are here right now. KK just left. Kim, like everybody here has been awesome about uh, willing to, to help me walk through this process until I get licensed. Yep. So I just kind of shared that. And the next day I walked in here to Mark's office and uh, the first thing he said was, hey man, I'm just going to give you a little bit of heads up about how this thing is going to work for you. You've been turned into DMAR, the Des Moines Our Association, Area, the Association of Realtors. Basically, the, I mean, it, for a union of realtors here in Des Moines. You've been turned in for a compliance violation. Um already advertising that I am working for Mark when I, I'm not working for Mark yet. I what you had written on, was, very, was very specific. You said that you were not licensed yep. yet. You're becoming licensed. It was an update. Yep. Um, but, but somebody read that Facebook post, didn't like it. And, and took the time to call the commission. Well, not, not the commission. There's a difference. Oh, okay, the commission's okay. above DMR. It's, the okay. commission's what we actually care about in real estate. DMR is just our association. Not that we don't care about DMR. They're good folks there, but they're below. Not, not they're the below Iowa the commission. Real estate commission. Okay. They're below the commission, but someone turned you in. And, and uh, so what I told you, which is true, is uh, for a couple of reasons, but the main one is uh, you haven't even started and you have a target panel on your back because mainly you've got access to something that nobody else does which is a radio show in drive time that people listen to that is just free advertising for you. So people are going to want to, you know, you're the nicest guy in the world, but they're going to want to knock you down a peg because they see you with something they don't get. And it's an industry full of jealousy and people trying to wrap other people out because they want the success that they have. And it can be ugly. At Mark, times. I will tell you that uh, I have learned another thing about this also, and this is a feather in your cap that, uh, that target that you just talked about is actually twice as big as what you just described because of you. Thank uh, you. No, and that is a good thing. It's a really good thing. And everybody I've talked to has said that because y- your model is uh, a threat to the current. Those wanting to charge more. Those charging a hell of a lot more. Yeah. In or the same cases. work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In a lot of cases. So that's, uh, I've learned that too over these last couple of days. Um, that uh, the, I'm in the right spot, man. If I'm going to have a target on my back, then I want to be around people who are used to carrying that and uh, and 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 beating it. And so that's uh, yeah. Like I told I've you, had, I've, had, I've actually had people in the industry tell me this is the marks the best person for you to work for because 
you're walking in with a target on your back, and Mark's been carrying one for a long time, so he'll know Used how to, to help it. You. Like I tell people, we might have a target on our back, but if it's for doing something that's good for our clients, yeah. then that's not a bad thing. It's not something that we're scared of. Which but, is what it is. But it's good. You're not even licensed, and you're already feeling the arrows coming Here we go, way, baby. Let's go. So Ross is going to be uh, licensed soon. If you're interested in working with Ross or myself or anyone at Charter House, we'd love it if you uh, called us and... People are because spring is just around the corner. Ross is going to have his license in time for the busy time of year. Um, I know people are already interested in working with you. They're just kind of waiting on uh, the license to be done so they can do that. And we're helping you in the meantime uh, because you'd be a naughty boy if you helped him at this point without being licensed. So we do follow the rules around here. I want people to be very well aware of that. Hopefully you enjoyed the show, everybody. Uh, we gave you an hour and seven minutes of fun. Hopefully you definitely know more about us, including that Ross did not get busy in a burger king bathroom no not yet not yet not yet i ain't been busy in a burger king bathroom yet there's always hope thanks for listening everybody another episode of jump the shark is in the books ross and i hope you had fun with us and we made your week a little better if you love the show you can help the show please subscribe to us wherever it is you listen to your podcast you can also show some love by telling others about charterhouse real estate we have made it easy for you to talk about us by charging sellers a lot less commission. They will thank you for giving them our name. We truly appreciate your support, and we will talk to you next week.